This is an Area Code podcast. Hi, I'm Richard Clark. And I'm Bethany Perkins. We can't stop talking about the Enneagram. So we decided to start a podcast where we get it all out of our system. We're not experts. We're just obsessed. It's no chill Enneagram. A safe space for Enneagram fanatics. And a really dumb idea for a podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to No Chill Enneagram. I'm here as usual with my co-host, Bethany Perkins. Hey Bethany. Hi. You had a pretty good night tonight because you had time to fall asleep while trying contemplative prayer. (laughs) Wow. Put me on blast. (laughs) Yeah. Tell uh, us about that experience. Because I feel like our audience is an audience that is familiar with contemplative prayer. And I also feel like our audience is significantly (laughs) familiar with falling asleep while trying it. Emily, have you ever done that? Yes. And this sounds like a really familiar experience. (laughs) Yeah. I think it probably is for everyone. Okay, yeah, well, it's because of the Enneagram and all the Enneagram people out there who are like, everyone should do contemplative prayer. It helps you integrate or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever. Integrate or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And like twos are supposed to embrace solitude or whatever. So I am (laughs) trying... But sometimes I'm really tired, and sometimes I try to do it while laying in my bed, which is probably a bad idea. (laughs) But I fell asleep. But you know what? It was really relaxing, and I was just like, hey, God, and I fell asleep. (laughs) He he started saying stuff to you, and then he looked up, and you were asleep. He was like, wow, she's asleep. That's okay. Rude. I still love her, and then I woke up. So I've never tried contemplative prayer like ever in my life. No. Oh. So have you ever tried anything like meditation or? Well, I've done pray as you go the podcast, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I realized it was Catholic, and they were going into the apocrypha, and I was like, "No, I'm not here for this." Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a good uh, Southern Baptist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, as a good Southern Baptist, I can't go there, but you know, it's, it's not like I was offended. They were Catholic. It's just that I couldn't listen to the episodes about the Apocrypha. Yeah. That's okay. And get anything out of it. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, we have a special (laughs) guest, Emily Lund. That's the voice you hear on the other end of that, uh, (laughs) internet. (laughs) Hey, Emily. Hi. Um, okay. So here's how we're going to introduce Emily Lund. We're going to talk about who she is to me. Emily Lund, wow. we used to work together. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> it was probably weird and it was really fun. I enjoyed it quite a bit. You don't have to respond to that, but because <laughs> Emily actually technically worked for me and I feel bad about that. But um, Why do you feel bad about that? Well, it was probably not ideal to work for Richard Clark. He's insecure about yeah. how he is at work. So you oh, should tell him just that went, he's great. We just went real deep. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the goal is sincerity. But yeah. I'm not. Sincerity. I'm not fishing for compliments here. I'm just trying to provide context for people. Yeah. <laughs> but even if you weren't 
fishing for them. Here's mine. You were really fun to work with. Yay. Slash four. There was like, I, I still remember back in the, the local church days, which mm-hmm. was like this weird vertical that CT for some reason let us do. And like Christianity Today for some reason let us do. And we just like got away with so much cool, weird stuff. Mm-hmm. We had like <laughs> weird, like literally the first thing Emily ever wrote for us was a narrative, a fictional narrative piece with journalistic elements about the church in like 20 years and there was like Hmm. virtual reality and stuff yeah i was just sitting in my little cubicle like what is my job (laughs) (laughs) why am i doing this right now it's like oh yeah let me reach back into the fiction writing class i took for my journalism job proud of that um it was a lot of fun yeah yeah we'll check back in in 20 years or whatever see how accurate it is yeah, I'm sure it'll be pretty accurate. Yeah, might have been prophetic. Some prophetic words in there. Yep. All right. You are currently at Duke Divinity School. I am, yes. And you're a seminarian. Mm-hmm. I guess that sort of follows from that. So what are you <laughs> aiming to do? What's the thing that is like, what are you all about? Well, oh, you're a six. We should say you're a six. <laughs> so people like know what's happening. It's probably yeah. like on their podcast app right now. It says that it really clearly. Six. But yeah. Right. When I came to Duke, I had a sort of ready-made answer when people asked me what I was planning on doing afterwards. So I'm in this mm-hmm. two-year degree um, for a Master's of Theological Studies. And mm-hmm. what I would usually say is that, well going to finish here and then um, I was working in Christian publishing before this and while I don't think I'd like to go back to journalism per se I am really interested in the editorial process so I think I maybe like to try book publishing um, take some of what I've learned here go work for a Christian book publisher um, maybe maybe slash hopefully do some of my own writing on the side and hopefully that can become a bigger part of my life in time. Um, But even in just the past couple weeks, I've been realizing that uh, this seminary experience is going to fly by Hmm. and I'm really enjoying it because I'm a nerd Mm -hmm. and I love school and Part of me is like, maybe I'll get to the end of this and just want to keep, keep doing going. Um, yeah. Because it's, I was a little bit surprised just how many people are already like, oh yeah, I'm going to do a PhD. And I was like, whoa, hold on. We just got here. <laughs> like, <laughs> who knows what, it, what the next couple years might hold. But I'm, I'm not quite one of those people yet, but I had been very much against the idea of doing uh, more graduate work and now I'm starting to think like oh maybe I like school enough that I'd want to keep doing this but who knows you know yeah. I'm I'm remaining open I could be working publishing I could do a PhD I could there could be all sorts of things just staying mm-hmm. open I want to get back to the seminary thing in a little bit but first right. we need to we have some business to take care of <laughs> yes. Are you ready for this? And Emily, you're going to help us. We're going to type uh-huh. reviews oh, of the hey. show. Yeah, um, it's really easy. 
You yeah, just kind of say a number do it arbitrarily. And it's done. <laughs> <laughs> um, Perfect. Bethany, you're you're the keeper of this thing. Where do we start? Yeah. Uh, I believe we're on. How can they get me so perfectly on <laughs> August sixteenth? Okay. We have a lot of reviews to get through. I'm just throwing that out there. No, don't say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, because we true. want here's the thing here's a i'm gonna delete that and then, and then hold on here we go wow rude. guys we don't have enough reviews we need more <laughs> reviews so please go to itunes and rate and review us yep that's, that's all true. we want you to do St- stop what you're doing right now mm-hmm. drop the dishes wipe <laughs> off your hands and then just like go review us on itunes if you're driving just like stop drop just stop steering stop for a driving <laughs> stop dri- stop pull over pull then, over no don't pull over just ramp off of the bridge okay. and then as your la- final act in life <laughs> uh, pull up iTunes and the, you might this might be you might be under the gun here cuz the iTunes process is kind of convoluted but so just um, quick five you'll stars it out. yes Quick five stars and then say some stuff like, hey, what type am I? And then, anyway, so then we'll type you as your, and that will be your dying wish. Wow, Richard. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. So we did wow we already? Uh, Yes, we did. Okay. How can they get me so perfectly? You want me to start? Go for it. From Rochelle. (laughs) That's how spelled. (laughs) These guys are the... Oh, five stars. These guys are the best. I have learned so much about myself since I started listening. It's been very helpful, and I can't wait for what's to come. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. That seemed just really pleasant. It was really pleasant. Very helpful. The word helpful. Two. Uh Two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Emily, you agree? I Yes, I would agree. (laughs) I would think I would say two or... A nine, just because it was so pleasant. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like a warm bath. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so fun. Five stars from Sarah Lynn Hart. Hart. This podcast is hilarious. It makes me feel a little more normal for my obsession with the Enneagram. Also, you guys helped me figure out my wing. Yay. Yay. Oh, when did we talk about wings? Now we have to guess her type and wing. Ugh. Wow, okay. Um, Probably four, right? Why? No, but fours don't want to feel more... They don't want to feel normal. normal. Good yeah. point. Yeah. I was thinking almost a, a six because I think I would want to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, right. oh this is so okay weird. now. Yeah. Want the external okay. validation. It's a six. Okay, six wing. Seven. Seven, because she yay. said yay. <laughs> yay. Yay, period. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So fun. Five stars by B Low G. Uh, it bothers me a little that your episode titles are in all, all caps. caps. Oh no! Crying, laughing, laughing while face. crying face. But with that being said, it's a great podcast. I'm new to the Enneagram and learning a lot. One of my favorite things is when y'all type fictional characters. Um, I feel like I feel like it has to be a one. Because sounds like a one. one. They yeah. have to start with the thing that bothers them 
and get yeah, that they out of the way. Cannot, yeah, they, yeah, they can't. They like they won't be authentic if they don't tell us what sucks. Yeah. Oh, this All is right. a good Speaking one. Speaking of, <laughs> and by good one I mean not okay. It's called Room to Grow, and it's <laughs> <laughs> it's got three stars. <laughs> And they said, oh, it's from Rocks Will Cry Out. (laughs) (laughs) So I think they heard the rocks before they wrote this review. Um, (laughs) Generally speaking, since the hosts are very likable, the podcast has a solid foundation. They could have ended there. Yeah. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) However, I've struggled with some of with how some of the types are being critiqued in unhelpful ways. The joy and awesomeness of the Enneagram, in part, is how it helps us see our flaws, that those flaws can be worked on. Christ redeems and transforms. Agreed. Uh, Critique should be welcome and is most certainly needed, but perhaps the hosts and guests could be more conscious of how their words may sound to other types when coming from those that aren't their type and don't fully understand its unique challenges. Sad. Classic five. <laughs> you know what? I was gonna Just say kidding. I was gonna say like a seven in stress. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Because seven's gonna one in stress. And it's like talking about how we're likable and there's joy and awesomeness That's in the true, Enneagram, yeah. but they yeah. don't wanna talk about flaws. Hmm. You know, yeah. the hard oh. stuff. So Yeah. Good point. Well, they want to talk about flaws, but I guess they want it to be in a positive light. I don't really understand. Yeah, the critique. They. Um. I mean, look, we're joking all the time. <laughs> yeah. We're we're never meaning what we say. So and, if we say something yeah. negative about you, just be like, oh, you. That's what you're. Oh, you. To. And also, we really don't try to hurt people's feelings or want to. So I hope that we don't do that. Wow, we need to end on a good note. How yes, about, we do. How about a, a review that called Life Choices? Five stars. What an interesting name for a review. Mm-hmm. This is from Hello Girl 2. When I have the option of taking a nap or listening to this podcast, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. I choose listening. <laughs> also, I love that the hosts take a seemingly serious topic and make it lighthearted discussion you know we all sometimes think i.e what can i do to my kid to make them the type i deem best (laughs) hilarious hilarious but turned into a great introspective look on how we have an impact on others lives p.s i appreciate being the number one type but if anyone is irritated by that i'll let them claim it I was going to say they were a nine, and that confirms it. I was, too, because they talked about napping. As soon as they said nap, I was... (laughs) That gave it away. It was a nine. It did. I was talking to a friend of mine who has determined in the last week or so that he's a nine, and he was like, I hate Caitlin Beatty. And I was like, why? Whoa. Whoa. He was serious, too. Oh, what? Because she told me not to take naps. No, it wasn't Caitlin Beatty. It was D.L. Mayfield. Um... Because oh. she said, stop taking naps. And I was like, F you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what nines get really fired up about. Probably that last reviewer was just a nine who was mad we said, don't take naps. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Emily Lund. Yep. Do you know what the name of our next segment is called? Oh, 
is that is this the how bad has it gotten one? How yes, bad has it, it is. gotten, Emily Lund? I mean, I feel like it's probably pretty bad because they knew what the name of the next segment was. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, do you ask your professors what numbers they are? Or are you trying to figure out your professors? Oh yeah, have you figured them out yet? Oh, you know, now I'm really going to. Yeah, but I feel are. like I just automatically assume most professors are fives. Yeah, that's fair. Which is probably a stereotype. Yeah, I don't think it's actually true, but it makes sense to assume it. <laughs> it does. Yeah, I, it's like a nice default. Yeah, I feel like and for academics, like five is a good default. Why don't you just tell me the names of some of your professors? I'll look them up and I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> based on looking at them. Just by looking at them? Numbers the pictures. Uh, do you want me to actually do that? No. <laughs> that would be awkward. That would awkward. be really weird. We can do that yeah. later. Off the yeah. air. Look, Christopher Bealey, though, that dude's a three. Just saying. Oh, yeah. Luke Bretherton, Ugh, man, seven. Are you on the faculty page right now? <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> Craig Dixtra, Senior Fellow of Leadership Education, Classic Six. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That was fun. Stanley Hauerwas? Anyone? <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I just feel like I need to share this. I okay. have seen him at the gym several times now. Wow. <laughs> what does he do at the gym? Well, then the anticlimactic part of that anecdote is that I've only seen him walking into the gym from the parking lot. <laughs> So I have yet to see what wow. actually happens when he goes inside. You have to follow him. Yeah, just follow him I'd, around. Right. <laughs> Even if I'm leaving, I just need to be like, oh, uh, just kidding. I'm heading back. Not inside. done yet. Based on Not this yet. picture, yeah. I would say Harawas is a nine. A nine? So the number of people who care about that is very small in terms of our reader- <laughs> listenership. But, so should we um, move on? No, it's important to focus oh, on that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but he has kind eyes, at least in this picture. Yeah, but he's also pretty... He's pretty uh, forceful. Oh, really? Yeah. So maybe a non-wing eight. Well. Or maybe not yeah, a nine. He, he swears a lot. Okay. He's pretty. Wow. <laughs> um, eight wing nine then. Eight wing yeah, nine. Yeah. Yeah. Eight. Let's go with that. All right. That was awesome. I feel like we did something good. We, did, we typed a, a people. We typed a people. A whole yeah. people. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So, Emily, you've moved um, to a new city you're kind of all by yourself right a little bit you were all by yourself here though you keep doing that <laughs> yeah i keep doing that to myself you moved to chicagoland and you met all new friends and people mm-hmm. you built a whole community around yourself and then you're like peace bye and then, you went, then you went to Duke <laughs> divinity are you do you um so as a six mm-hmm now we're talking about six stuff. So as a six, <laughs> yeah. what's the, how are you coping with that? It feels like a Seriously, six would hate, hate I that. would hate that. And yeah. I'm not even a six. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think it was, the anticipation of it was in a way harder than actually doing it. Um, because as, hmm. as I, I was applying, when I was applying to go to seminary, I was feeling 
you know, pretty ready for a change, excited about the possibilities. And then as the time actually got closer to move, I was like, why? As you said, like, I am uprooting myself and it's yeah. like all my fault. <laughs> like, I chose mm. to do this. Yeah. Um, I've done this to myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No yeah. one is forcing me to go do more school. Um, but I think that's a bit of the, I don't know, you know, sixes, you know, can swing between the phobic and the counterphobic. And I think yeah. that's, I think I sometimes, I think I have more counterphobic tendencies than I realize because it's mm. almost, a, it's, it's a challenge to myself to push myself out of my comfort zone and th- and prize the ultimate goal of this as yeah. above feeling really comfortable and secure and mm-hmm. surrounded by the familiar. Um, and I think in my healthier days, I'm able to look back at times I have done things like that in the past and how well it worked out. And that gives me, that gives me some, some hope. But um, I think that, I, I feel like I'm really grateful in a way to live in an age where there is technology that allows me to stay in touch really easily with people because it feels like my support system is never very far away. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I still talk to people back in Chicagoland you know, every day. I still obviously am keeping in touch with my family back on the West Coast and it's a little bit easier to do something like this today than it would have been in the past for someone like me. Yeah. Cool. Bethany, I expected you to say, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) On the West coast. (laughs) Yeah. I'm originally from Olympia, Washington. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's a beautiful place. Oh, it is. I love it so much. I can be a little obnoxious about how much I love it. I mean, same, but with Portland. <laughs> oh, I went to school really close to Portland. Where'd you go? I went to George Fox. Yep. Uh-huh. Newburgh. Newburgh. My brother and my dad went there. Oh, yeah. Quaker power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, when yep. we were talking about contemplative prayer earlier, I almost said something. Well, I went to a Quaker college. And yeah. That's the thing that happened sometimes. <laughs> in Quaker college, people just randomly fall asleep in the middle of contemplative prayer. I mean, that probably happened, but that's you where I first contemplative experienced prayer. contemplative prayer. Well, unprogrammed worship. Mm. Yeah, fancy. Interesting. That's nice. I need to look into this stuff. This stuff sounds good. Yeah. But not at all. Not at all <laughs> satanic. Not at all satanic. Okay. <laughs> I'm it's being praying, sincere, Richard. Oh yeah, right. We're oh, okay, sincere. good. I'm <laughs> I'm being sincere <laughs> because I'm a Southern Baptist who's surrounded by people who are like, oh, I don't know. That's how the devil gets you. Yeah, um, I mean, it's like it's mystical. Yeah, anything mystical, it's, right? Hmm. Yeah, don't be afraid. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> okay, don't good. be afraid. <laughs> Speaking of being afraid, Emily Lund, do you find yourself in the? <laughs> Did I say that weirdly? Free <laughs> yeah, free. You did. <laughs> I got a weird nose thing going on. 
<laughs> okay. Let's try that again. Yep. Speaking that amazing um, segue, we got to preserve it, guys. Speaking yeah. of being afraid, Ooh. Emily Lund, do you find yourself in the uh, minority at seminary as a woman? Wait, that segue. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, and does that make you mind. afraid? Does that make me afraid? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I love that. Love that transition. <laughs> um, really good. So actually, it, this was pretty encouraging. This uh, this year um, is the second time that the Duke Divinity incoming class has more women in it than men what yeah wow i I never would have expected that yeah me neither (laughs) um i mean when you look at the percentage breakdown it's like 51 49 but that's still that's still yeah that's a big deal though it sounds good yeah i think that is a it is a big deal so i you know statistically slash technically i am not in the minority um but it does i mean but there still is like the overwhelming sense that it's that theology and biblical studies is a boys club for the most part yeah Mm -hmm. so in that sense it is a little bit you do still feel in the minority in a way just in the whole like (laughs) history of the field Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I'm sitting here looking at the faculty page right now. <laughs> uh-huh. And I think that proves your point a little bit. It's yeah, mostly dudes. It's mostly dudes and the people you read are mostly dudes and yeah. who you talk about are mostly right. dudes and yeah. so like I'm in this early to medieval church history class now and we've finally got to something that was even about a woman and I was like, "Oh, Wow, <laughs> week, week six, and um, yeah, it's a it's it's really interesting. I I don't feel like actively oppressed or shut down or things like that. But I it is interesting to just like to just sit in class and notice like who asks the questions, who mm, participates yeah. in discussion a lot, who just feels who can you just tell is really confident mm-hmm. yeah um and i think that um i don't i'm painting with really broad brush strokes here but i think sure. that it is actually it is actually a phenomenon and talking with other female students they they feel it too that you just have to be yeah you just have to be so sure of yourself and so assertive and um, and it's easy to just start feeling beaten down, even if mm-hmm. you, even if there is not a lot of, you know, ac- like active shutting down happening, like in the classroom or things like that. There's just like this sense. You are brave. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so that reminds me that sixes are the bravest number, right? Aww. Isn't that yeah. true? Bethany? Um, yeah, just by the sheer, like, number of 
things that they're afraid of that they face every day. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, I I had a uh, renewed appreciation for Jennifer um, as I started to read and think more about sixes. And I think, actually, if, if people people know Sleeping at Last, so just look up their podcast about the six song. Mm-hmm. And um, it goes a lot into why sixes are brave. And it's more than like they fear a lot of things and then they do them anyway. It's mm-hmm. it's like they actually allow themselves to think about the terrible realities of the world that yeah. everyone else decides to ignore. And yeah. the reason they do that. So like Emily here talking about the realities of being a woman in seminary and talking to other people about it and having an actual feeling about the his the sort of being what you're talking about Emily is being in the flow of tradition and history and finding yourself having to face that down right yeah um and i think that there is like sixes are the numbers who will not be able to not see those things mm. um and and they still like face them head on and so i think that's a really cool trait about sixes is that like for my wife in particular she's thinking about all of the different terrible things that could happen to me and the kids and her (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) like this whole like have you locked the door every night is the most like frustrating cliche thing ever but it represents her literally every night going, someone could break in and kill us or kidnap Atticus. Mm-hmm. And that's an actual reality. <laughs> <laughs> that's the world we live in. Um, and as much as I would like to blow that off and leave the door unlocked because I'm too lazy to get back up, <laughs> someone's got to agonize over that and go, no, seriously, get up and unlock the door though frankly she could do it herself i mean come on (laughs) wow am i right ladies no (laughs) no sorry okay yeah (laughs) thanks for that you're welcome that was a joke one star reviewers Um, yeah (laughs) richard was joking i can vouch for him because sometimes i need to the yeah so you get my point right that makes sense Mm -hmm. yes cool yeah yeah i think probably the one of the best descriptions i've seen of sixes is that they're the number that just is trying to make sure every other number stays alive yes (laughs) at all times i believe that with my heart and it's 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 pretty exhausting Mm -hmm. but also at the same time like when you are constantly imagining worst case scenarios and then they don't happen or like when something bad does happen and it's not as bad as you thought it would be mm-hmm. then you're you're pretty you feel pretty prepared in a way yeah you're like oh and then you can actually i i found sometimes that in actual very stressful difficult situations i'm able to keep my head a lot more than i maybe mm-hmm. thought i could yep. um just because it's like, wow, not everything exploded. Yeah. Well, okay. and and also, so I've seen this with Jennifer. This is a thing: is that sixes when things really when the when the crap really hits the fan, sixes are fine, and everyone yeah. else is panicking. 
Right. And the reason is because sixes have thought about it yeah. <laughs> already. Yeah. They yeah. know what to do. They right. were like, they're like, this is my moment. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a ama- that's like admirable. Blech, that's admirable. <laughs> that's an admirable. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, is that why? Is that why? Like supposedly fifty percent of the population or whatever are sixes. Yeah, apparently it's because we common just number. we need you guys to keep us alive. <laughs> Yeah, and all the rest it's- are dying off at a higher rate. <laughs> yeah, especially sevens. Survival of the fittest. It's 100% survival of the fittest. That's great. Yeah. Um, hey, let's um, let's do something we haven't done in a while, guys. <laughs> yes. Back in our first episode, we ranked Enneagram numbers from best to worst. And everyone loved that. Everyone loved it. Literally every person loved us. It doing went that. over just perfectly smoothly. We didn't so we have any backlash. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we'd do a more um specific version of that. Mm. Is someone watching cartoons in the background? No. Every now and then I hear like a kid's voice. Wait, hold on. Hold my on. kids are asleep. Yeah, my neighbors are in the backyard. <laughs> I can't can believe you, believe you can hear them. Wow. Lean out the window and be like, shut up. <laughs> no, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm trying to record a podcast. I could just go stare at them, like, angrily. That's usually my strategy. We're going to do something more specific than just ranking the Enneagram numbers. We are going to rank them from most trustworthy to least trustworthy because that's what sixes care about. Yeah. Right, Emily? Yeah. Does that seem right? Yep. Yeah. Trust sixes big. pick trustworthy people to be friends mm-hmm. with and the rest of the people they like kind of avoid or they learn to love somehow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or, or go all counterphobic. back and... away like Homer in a shrub. <laughs> yeah, or they go counterphobic and they spit in their like, face. Did you just yeah. reference a gif? Yes. Yeah, oh. always. Okay, so let's rank the numbers. Um, Emily, what do you think is the most, should we start at the top? Yeah, yeah, most yeah, trustworthy. Yeah. Most trustworthy number, Emily. Hmm. And uh, is it a six? That's the <laughs> yeah, it Can could I say be a six? six? Yes, you can. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I am. Yeah, I'm friends with a number of sixes. And I mean, we're just, you know, we're on the same page. And but, we're seeing but the world. But do you never like get, do sixes get counterphobic at each other though? Because I feel like I might have seen that a couple times. Not not <laughs> with, with you, but like, no. <laughs> but in, just in general in my life, I feel like I've seen sixes get counterphobic at other sixes. I mean, yeah, that's why I almost hesitate to say six. So I'm torn between saying six or nine yeah. as mm. the top because I I have some of my best. I think feel like I when I got into the Enneagram and then started asking my friends and my other, like other friends would get into it. My closest friends were nines. Yeah. And that, it's a thing apparently that sixes and nines get along really well. They do. Yeah. And, that makes sense. um, I think the only, maybe the only impediment to that, the trustworthy bit 
is mm-hmm. I think the six could be afraid that the yeah sixes are afraid of a lot of things and <laughs> they might be afraid that the the nine is, is merging so is just so wanting to not rock the boat yes that yes. they are not actually being authentic or I was gonna telling say I don't trust nines all the time right so I feel like if <laughs> because a lot they of the times be... yeah absolutely but then sometimes um sometimes you might start to wonder if everything's okay and if the nine is just not telling you yeah yeah interesting they could be merging they could be just going along to get along to not yeah like create here's conflict. my argument i'm gonna make an argument and emily okay. you're the decider on this segment so yes. you oh. take it or leave it but um <laughs> no. i feel like six sixes like at any moment can turn against you you just screw up the wrong way like that's just the reality oh and then the trust is that's broken true. the trust is broken and your trust in them is broken right yeah but the nine will never leave you unless you literally are like like that movie with the dog where he's like get get on out go just go <laughs> and the nine is the dog in this that the movie the dog with the dog <laughs> <laughs> we all just know go. what you're talking about though yeah. gets, i feel like i don't even know what that movie is but, i don't either or if that's a movie it might but there's probably a dog movie. like it should be like you know a tearful scene where he's trying to make the dog go and the dog's like really you want me to go <laughs> why okay so um, i think i trust that's my more than nines but Emily, it's your decision. <laughs> okay, I think it's really, really close. Yeah. Um, but <sighs> I think I, I think I would put sixes at the top. Good. And All then right. have nines you just would. like two millimeters below. Okay, I'm putting them two millimeters below. Okay. He's we'll not. tell Matt Metcalf, our Photoshop guy, two millimeters. Below <laughs> okay. Um. Is there any way twos aren't pretty high up on this list? You know. I definitely know what numbers aren't high up on this list. Yeah, I have an idea. <laughs> numbers aren't are high up Those are easy decisions, but yeah. um, um, twos feel like they would be high. Two, I'm trying to think yeah, of Yeah, I feel like two could be, could be next because twos are so, so uh, others focused. Yeah, and that- breaking people's trust it's not good for relationships. Yeah. So why would they want to relationships? Why mm-hmm. would they want to like screw you over or break your trust? Cause that wouldn't be helpful to them either. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. For, yeah. Sixes, threes and twos are all very close. You mean nines nine? Nine. No. Yeah. Get the threes, threes out of here. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about threes for a while. No, yeah. Three, mm, sorry, threes. Yeah. All right. I think I have a guess about the next number, but I'm going to let you do it, Emily. I'm what? not going to I'm not gonna color this. Um, I was actually hoping that one of you guys would suggest a number. Ooh, can no, I? No, I, Bethany, I, I, don't. But I want to. I want to know what Emily will say. But <laughs> okay, next. Really um, yeah. I might say I might say a one interesting mm. maybe that's good I get that I, I do it's not what I thought you'd say but I get that yeah, yeah it makes it makes sense I just feel because yeah the one I, I I mean I admire 
ones. And, and there's a purity there, right? Yeah, in terms yeah. of their motives. Right. Yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. doing, like, it's do, do the right thing for a good cause. That seems, that seems pretty, pretty yeah. trustworthy. Yep. For the most part. Yep. That's Bethany, good. Bethany, what were you going to What were you going to think, though? I was going to say eight. Weird. <laughs> I think eights are very trustworthy. Well, it totally depends, if, right? It, it depends, but like a healthy eight, like what you see is what you get. Like they'll just, they'll tell you the truth. They'll tell you what they think is right and wrong and just it is what it is. Right. But unhealthy eights are so scary. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also healthy eights that aren't with you are not to be trusted. Hmm. It's not that they're lying to you. It's just that they're gonna, they're gonna hurt you in some way. Like you're and, not on their team, so they don't have yeah. any reason to be trustworthy. Right. Yeah. That An unhealthy sense. eight is the guy on the football team who's in that one position where he runs you over. <laughs> <That> one position. <laughs> Does anyone here know anything about football? Uh, yeah. No, I can't. Anyone? Help at all. Anyone? Okay. I don't either. It's the run people over. The run people over person. person. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh. But if okay, you're on but... that other team and you're screwed, you don't want to trust those guys. You don't want to be like, you and me, we're okay, right? And he'll be like, yeah. yeah, sure. And then he'll plow you into the ground. Yeah. This is why <laughs> I, I just... don't, this is why sports are not fun. Yeah. I agree. Well, it's, life is like sports. That's what we're talking about. But okay. we're talking about life here, Emily. <laughs> I know, but I feel like <laughs> sports as like, a part of life it's just i don't want that's that's just too yeah it's too much tr- trust not happening you know then, well that's an eight eights look at okay, life as fine you guys don't trust sports. eights it's fine i do I'm i just think i don't know very many eights so and i know several and like i trust them I trust so my I trust I trust my eights too. Eights, yeah. yeah. I think eights should be right in the middle because it could go either way. Yeah, I I mean the eights that I do know are healthy ones, but mm-hmm. I just feel like the concept of the eight is such a potentially scary one that I hesitate to put it much. That's okay. You don't <laughs> have to, Richard. What so were you, you gonna say? Uh, seven. I feel like sevens are. Um, incredibly loyal and uh, face value. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's All that. Right. I think it's, yeah, you just. Right. Once you get past the. Um, how jarring that can be. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. You might, yeah, you might find yourself like being able, yeah, you can trust what they say. So we've got number one is six, number two is nine, number three is two, number four is one. What's number five? We talked about eight. We talked about seven. Have we talked about anything else? What about fours? Really? I don't. Can't I mean, I'm not them. saying that that's <laughs> the next one. Um, Do kidding. you feel like fours are in the running for number five? <laughs> <laughs> um. I would be shocked by that, to be totally honest. I don't, honestly, I don't think of myself as very trustworthy, that's for sure. Okay, so we haven't Yikes. done fours, we haven't done threes. Though I guess like a, a four is very much like what five. you see is what you Five, do you, you trust fives? Five. No. 
Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, I trust fives. Fives will hide like crap a... from you on accident. Well, yeah, but if you tell them something, they're like a vault. They're not going to tell yeah, anyone. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, and that's the inverse of four, which the four will tell you anything you want to know. You ask yeah. them a question. It's a deadly secret, Too much, but they will tell fact. you it because you asked. Yeah. Right. But then if you tell them something, of course, they're going to tell everyone. Right. So and for that sure. reason, I don't think fours not yet are going to be the next one. Yeah. <laughs> I, Your I, neighbors are having a lot of fun out there, Bethany. I know. <laughs> I don't know what to do about it. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that distracting. It's just funny. Good. Okay. I I think five could be a a good next good next choice. So after one is five. Yeah, just because I think yeah, I have a one of my really close friends is a five, and mm-hmm. I I feel like just the, the how how research oriented they are. Mm-hmm. how logical they are yeah it's not gonna it's they don't like pad what they tell you with a lot of like feelings feelings yeah. and fluff mm-hmm. it's yeah. just like this is what this is what i see yep no that's good yeah that's great all right what's number six i feel like uh, how is seven not on this <laughs> we've list got yet. seven eight at. three and four seven eight three and four yeah, I, should. I feel like it's so obvious what's going to be at the bottom of this. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's brutal, but it makes sense if you think about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we haven't really talked about where sevens should be. I talked about it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he thought they should be higher up. Well, maybe we should put them on the list now. Okay. <laughs> now. Okay, seven. Why, why, Boom. Emily? Talk about that. Um, <laughs> I, because it seems like we should show them some love. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you tr- you trust sevens, right? Um, Somewhat. <laughs> I just feel like I'm. I feel like I can't really say much because my. I, yeah. My significant because other's a seven, and I I'm just trust waiting. him. You've been bending over backwards not to <laughs> yeah, say that. Not to say that. I know. I just kind of, I feel like I. <laughs> yeah, that seems like some bias. So I feel like you're like I need to oh, put sevens on the list now because you... if I don't do it now, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Wait, did you not put them higher because you're dating a seven, um, or is no? Is I don't it... think that was like a fully like conscious choice. <laughs> I read it as she didn't put them lower because she's dating a seven. Do you think oh. that sevens are more trustworthy than eights, fours, and threes? <clears throat> Answer the question, Emily. <laughs> I'm trying I'm to just think with a lot you. of numbers to just get blasted with. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, I think that healthy sevens are yeah i think we're talking okay. about healthy all yeah. healthy here. i feel like yeah. we should establish this list as a health list so yes, yeah it is let's just go down it one more time and say do we agree with it as a health so mm-hmm. six nine two one five seven that feels right to me yeah 
Feels so I'd put good. seven way higher up. Where would you put seven? <laughs> I'd put it under two, frankly. Under no, two. No, no. Ones are more yeah. trustworthy than sevens. I think ones are more. Generally speaking, ones are more trustworthy than sevens. Yeah. Well. Because all yeah. they care about is what's right. Right. And so. sevens. Well, that's a problem to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, you're not. Because the... not everyone knows everything that's right all the time. Right. Not everyone. Like, it's that. I've been just really tuned in to this difference between the the J and the P and the Myers Briggs. Ew, we don't talk about that on this podcast. I know. That. Ew. I know. I know. I know. But it's a real thing, and ones have that J hardcore, and it and it it disturbs me every time. I'm a um, J. Yeah, me too. Well, you know I'm, what? You guys can. And I'm that's an the, ISFJ. That's the, that's Wait, the you're a what, you, Bethany? I. I ISFJ. That's what I am. <gasps> okay, Ryan. guys, we're not doing wow. this. Yes, Start we your are. <laughs> oh my gosh. But <laughs> no I guarantee you that's Myers the piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, wouldn't it be fun to just go down the list of personality tests? No chill strengths finders. Yeah. <laughs> that that doesn't sound like do a, We do a that whole would not season be for good. each one. <laughs> What's something like like a really funny one we could do like no chill harry potter houses or whatever <laughs> don't even tempt me with that richard okay, I, won't <laughs> I would do that <laughs> oh my gosh i'm getting that. i'm catching the vision for this now <laughs> this is the no chill network now wow. okay anyway uh, anyway we gotta move forward yeah. what's the <laughs> list, list again no turning back <laughs> six Nine, two, one, five, seven. Okay. So we still have eights and fours and threes. threes. Okay. In that order? In that order, I think we could probably do it in that order. (laughs) All right, let's do it. Eights. Healthy. Because sometimes they're cool. Fours. Mm -hmm. Because they're not threes and threes. (laughs) And then threes. Because their deadly sin is deception. I mean, come on. Yeah. Threes. We just don't we just don't believe you. Right. Threes are also pretty scary to me. They're scary threes to are you? Scary. I've I really appreciate threes, but um just but because I well, I feel like sixes really value people being consistent. Mm-hmm. And if you start getting the vibe that someone might might be might be might be next and then a different way in another context that is very off-putting yeah all right the chameleon yeah totally skill that they have the consistency problem is also why four is so low on this list by the way yeah Mm -hmm. because if a four is not feeling it it's not happening right you know that's an that's an oversimplification but Right. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> um All right. Cool. Emily, well, you're so brave it. to have Here's done the that. List. Oh, thank you so Here's much. The trust- <laughs> Here's the trustworthy the least trustworthy list. Number one, <laughs> six, go figure. Number two, nines, because they're too afraid to leave. <laughs> Number three, twos, because you are who they are. <laughs> Number four. What? Ones. <laughs> Well, I'm saying like twos are all about who their relationships, about their relationships, right. okay. about their identity. In it. Anyway, gotcha. ones, <laughs> no, four, ones, <laughs> because 
I guess all they care about right. is the right thing. Being Number right. five is five. Hey, That's cool. cool. Um, you know, because they tell you what they think. Number seven. <laughs> Number six. Number six is seven. Because they're so fun and loyal. Number seven is eight. This is really confusing. Number seven <laughs> is... is is eight and at this point the reasons are bad reasons (laughs) eights are scary number eight is four because they do what they feel and number nine Nine. is three because they are liars (laughs) and that's that i'm so sorry to threes and eights they're always at the bottom of the list (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh no kidding one day we'll come up with like the most successful numbers yeah oh yeah will be at the top followed by eights and ones that's true that's a good point most like efficient numbers most numbers that make the biggest impact on the world threes eights probably sevens probably ones all right anyway anyway everyone's good everyone's good we like you all this is a segment we like to call nine ways to deal with a nightmarish news cycle we're gonna do this around robin we're gonna talk about how each number can cope with a news cycle Mm -hmm. that is not fun or funny Mm -hmm. so this should be a hilarious segment (laughs) yeah sure i um i feel like we did gloss over the need for this segment and i just want to like talk a little bit about like um, this is a unique period in time where it's sort of in- impossible for both, for a lot of different reasons, both what is happening and also how it's delivered to us. Like we, we feel like we have to reckon with every little thing that happens, but mm-hmm. also the things that are happening are, are just like really, intense. really terrible <laughs> yeah. and intense. And so I think Bethany, you and I envisioned this uh, segment after it was after or during the Kavanaugh stuff. Mm-hmm. And obviously that impacted a lot of people in really personal ways. And I think that was on both of our minds for a lot of different reasons. So, yeah. uh, So that's why we're talking about this. In case anyone's like, what? What's the problem with stock? In case anybody lives (laughs) (laughs) under a rock and doesn't pay attention to the news. We have some listeners in other countries, actually. Oh, yeah, we do. Um, Hey, guys. Be thankful that you don't live in America. Yeah, just skip this segment. You're fine. (laughs) Uh, So, I'll start. Go for it. Ones. How should you cope with a nightmarish (laughs) news cycle? (laughs) Why did I say I would start? (laughs) I don't know, but you should. Um, Oh, right, 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 right. Focus on something you can do. Change. Oh, that's so good. Focus on the local. Focus mm-hmm. on your neighbors. Focus on the your workplace. Focus on the do something positive that is moving the needle where you are, uh, rather than trying to like tell Twitter how terrible national news is and how mad it makes you. Yeah. Um, you can only do so much. So. Focus on those other things. I'm not saying don't think about the bigger picture, but um, make sure you're focusing where you should focus. That's number one. Bethany, you should probably do two. Yeah. Um, well, here's what I do. Um, I just, like, I try to take care of other people who are 
also having a really hard time with whatever is going on in the news mm. or in society. So, and that helps me because then I feel like I'm doing something to like help somebody rather than being powerless. Yeah. So, Emily threes. How can threes deal with the nightmares? Oh news yeah, cycle? I feel bad because we just put threes at the bottom <laughs> of our last. <laughs> I feel like I need to say something really nice now. Um, Go for three, it. Three is coping with the news cycle. Um, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like some of these are going to sound pretty similar um, be in mm. terms of, because I feel like if so much the, so many, so much of the time the response to seeing the news is wanting to go do something about it in some way yeah. and because yeah. threes are generally pretty ima- image conscious and achievement mm-hmm. focused um maybe just taking the pressure run for office, what? <laughs> run for oh. office. Run for office. <laughs> hey that's it i mean that's much that's much better than what i was gonna say <laughs> Well, that's a really good one, but it's also a pretty high ambition. Right. So, it is. So, I mean, oh, if you're it's not like, practical. I mean, go for it um, if you want to yeah. put yourself through that. But um, I was going to say maybe like take take the pressure off of yourself to just do everything and mm. to make it your goal to um, rest right yeah rest is important and yeah i feel like i see threes sometimes like react to a news cycle as another opportunity mm-hmm. to accomplish something yeah. not in a cynical way right, right? Mm-hmm. like in a i have to mobilize yeah. right now sort of yeah. way and sometimes i worry about those people right because it feels like not only is the stress of the news there but now there's the stress of the things you have mm-hmm. to do and i feel like especially for the same time a three who might have a um a platform or a following Mm -hmm. there's i just can't imagine the pressure of something happening in the news and then feeling like how am i going to respond like what am i going to do in response to this that is like quote on brand and um still in line with the image that i present of myself yes so yeah so threes can either Run for office. Yeah, or lead run. into it. That, or run away from it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's solid advice. I yeah. do. Yeah. Fours. Okay. Here's the deal, fours. Um, it's okay to withdraw sometimes. Withdraw is something that for withdrawing is something that fours do to cope. Um, a lot of times when it happens with real people, it's bad. But when, but fours internalize all this stuff. Fours feel everything. Mm-hmm. And I think I this is a weird opinion. I don't know I don't know how other people feel about it, but over the course of my life I have um, m- mastered the art of withdrawing from news that I can't do anything about. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is not always good. Here's when it's not great. when your wife who is a six wants to rant about mm-hmm. it. And that's getting in the way of your withdrawing and you get frustrated at that. So there's that. You Mm -hmm. have to sort of master. That's part of mastering this is that like you have to be able to withdraw from 
what's happening so that you're not internalizing every every uh like mediated person's emotions but you also have to be willing to internalize the emotions of those who are closest to you even if those happen to be about the news right (laughs) right yeah um and so that is the that's the balancing act and i think it's really tough and i actually maybe it's just because i'm a four but i think these kinds of news cycles if they're not handled carefully and intentionally can be the hardest uh for that number because it's all emotion these days it's all sensational it's all a big deal it's all the worst thing and um it's all people's reactions to those things especially on twitter oh yeah so mm-hmm. you have to kind of like i mean one of the reasons we started this podcast is just to deflate the seriousness of it and the, that helps me with news as well is to sort of deflate how serious those things are even if they are serious but like what am i gonna do yeah you know okay fives <laughs> um wow okay how to deal with a nightmarish news cycle i think fives should actually like read things and watch things and absorb as much as they can because fives actually Mm -hmm. do have the ability to absorb information and be emotionally detached from it yeah whereas like fours and twos don't like i'm not able to do that either um it's all very emotional and um feeling absorbing for me but fives, yeah, I feel like a lot of them can take in information and emotionally detach from it mm-hmm. on some level. And if you can do that, then you can be a lot more objective and thoughtful about things than other people can. And then maybe you can come up with all the solutions and save America. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I no think that's true. Fives. And I think the key there. No I think pressure. the key there, I think I think we all know the five that looks at a situation from logic and reason and then says something really douchey as a result, right? Mm. Like, but I think fives also have the ability to do exactly what you just said, which is Mm -hmm. bring solutions Mm -hmm. as opposed to sort of come up with some masterful way of explaining away why something is bad. Right, as long as the five doesn't fall into cynicism, which I feel like is a huge... I feel like I've observed that, that that's like a big... Something oh, totally. that to fall into when you can, because you mm-hmm. can detach yourself, and yeah. But if you can remain detached, but also like really care about, or not think yeah. that yeah. everything's just already gone and done for. I have high hopes for you, fives. <laughs> Same. Yeah. yeah. Six. That's Emily. Oh, that's me. Yeah. How do I escape? Well, I was hoping someone would tell how me do you survive? how to, but... <laughs> we chose this segment in honor of sixes because it's probably a hardest challenge for them, yeah. right? Like, Yeah. I think it is really hard for sixes. Right, because we're already thinking all the time that everything's scary and the world's on fire, and then it's like you check the news and you're like, yeah. oh, uh-huh. Confirmed. Oh, and also, yep. are you thinking... I mean, I am thinking, and I'm not a six, but I'm thinking about who can I trust? Oh, no one? Mm. Okay. Yeah. Like, can I go right. outside? Probably shouldn't. Like, should I stay inside? <laughs> oh, something yeah. still happen. My initial thought was, you know, similar to the lines of um, 
along the lines of a withdrawal tactic, but I honestly don't Mm -hmm. think that's really helpful for sixes because it's almost Mm. like you're just going to go then imagine the worst instead of actually Mm. knowing. So in a way, it's almost more helpful to know what's going on um, Mm -hmm. so that you don't make it worse than it actually is um i actually so i like still get news notifications um because i like in a way maybe that's just a weird almost control thing but it's almost Mm. it almost helps feel like your your environment like the world is a little more controlled if you just can say okay that happened or okay Mm -hmm. this is going on um but then with that, I feel like you just can't, you just can't really dwell on it too much or it's yeah. really helpful yeah. to not process it by yourself. Um, it's mm-hmm. really helpful to process it with people who are either really healthy sixes or uh, <laughs> other numbers. Have a two come take care of yeah, you. Yeah, have a two come take care of you. <laughs> have a nine tell you to take a nap. Like... Yeah. <laughs> have a five tell you all the logical reasons why this news story you just read doesn't mean that you too will die. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, it's just getting, like, being be informed, but get a lot of perspective with that as well. Um, sevens, I feel <laughs> like, should go entertain their friends who are freaked out. Like, just go have a party. Just like yeah. distract. I honestly think the sevens calling in this day and age is to distract everyone yeah. from what is happening. The ministry of <clears throat> even if just for a moment. And celebration. That's that's yeah. sevens, eights. I'm stumped about eights. Like, Punch the bad guys in the face. <laughs> yeah, Pure confrontation. Good. Part of me, part of me is like. Um, is it really hard? I mean, I don't know. No, good point. They're probably fine, but <laughs> but I yeah, I think the answer though is just to go fix it because they're fine. We don't need to tell them to step back or mm-hmm. how to cope. We need to yeah. tell them just channel your anger. Do your thing. Into this something. is your moment to yeah. Like, your time to shine. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, eights. That's not very helpful. But I don't think I think they're like, oh, we're fine. <laughs> or like we're mad but we're always mad so <laughs> Emily finish nine. us out nine. number nine sometimes napping but maybe not always this is a running thing. I know I feel like the yeah, napping keeps happening but it's I, it, I feel like that's a real thing with nines <laughs> and I just I don't take naps yeah. at all so I just don't get it and it's strange to me. Well, I feel like one thing that nines can really bring to volatile times is bridge building. Mm. Like you can see both sides of things. Yeah. And you can understand lots of different perspectives. Yes. So helping yes. other people to understand other perspectives as well and like humanize the other side mm-hmm. that's being dehumanized and that type right. of thing. Yeah, like talking about... I have a nine friend that does that really, really yeah, well. Yeah, talking about current events with friends who are nines is really eye-opening sometimes because yes. they don't... Because yeah. they'll be... They'll see your side and be 
sympathetic towards it, but they will also mm -hmm. see the human in the person that mm -hmm. you're maybe trying to make out as not as human. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Nines are, are really good at that, like, sudden reveal that they're not on the same page oh, with you. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I hate oh, that. yeah. <laughs> See, that's why you can't trust them. But yeah. <laughs> but then they're so nice I've about been telling it, too. <laughs> yeah. Because they still will yep. be your friend. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. If you like, will, they yeah, will. They can disagree. You can disagree with a nine, but they're like, that's okay. Yeah. We're still friends. Yeah. <laughs> We're so cool. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Oh, what's your wing? My wing? Good Is question. Wing? Um, I'm not positive, but I, I'm thinking it's a five yeah the the you, you need love the school so much yeah. it has to be a five wing. right and i know maybe that's, <laughs> that's a stereotype true. about academics but it's definitely is it. but we're just well there's just a reason leading into yeah. it yeah yeah cool okay so you're gonna go um get your phd it seems like you decided oh mm -hmm. yeah yep that's what i decided <laughs> All right, everyone. Just now. Um, awesome. Everyone can now call her Dr. Lund. This has been No Chill Enneagram. It is hosted and produced by Richard Clark and Bethany Perkins. Edited by Richard Clark. Theme music is Max Flashback by Lee Rosevere. We want to hear from you. If you're an Enneagram number 9, 4, 2, or 7, feel free to leave a review on iTunes. If you are a six, please only do this if you trust us. If you are an eight or a one, please do not leave us a review on iTunes. But you can feel free to reach out to us on Twitter, where we'd love to be challenged by you or hear from your overflowing inner critic. Our Twitter handle is at NoChillEnneapod. That's at NoChillEnneapod. Enneagram number five. Please include us in your next exhaustive list of hilarious podcasts. And threes, you can just give us credit after we inspire you to do whatever amazing thing you're going to do next. If you are a number one through nine and you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast wherever podcasts are subscribable. This is an Area Code podcast.